Welcome to another episode of the Leaders in Education podcast, the official podcast for the Charlevoix Emmett Intermediate School District, featuring voices in education. Today I'm talking with Naomi Sponable, pre-K through 12 principal at Ellsworth Community School. Naomi, thank you for having this conversation with me. Thank you for inviting me. So you're relatively new to this role. Uh, I think you started two years ago, 2021. Is that right? That is correct. I am into year three in this position. Right. And it's going well, it looks like. So far, so good. That's what I say. <laughs> and you are also a licensed counselor, which I assume um, comes in handy uh, in your position. Can you tell our listeners a little bit about your background and what led you to being interested in being a school principal? Sure. I um, had been a licensed counselor for a little over 10 years. And um, in that capacity, I had provided a variety of supports to schools in our area. Um, and to different services within a couple of our counties and neighboring um, communities. And as I became more connected with Ellsworth, mm-hmm. um, just working with the people who are here and then the opportunity that came about in, I'll say, adding an administrator um, to the district um, was intriguing to me. And um, something that uh, kind of blended my support for schools and families and students, um, not only through counseling, but also through education um, in a really good way. So you're the first principal in Ellsworth or first in many years? Uh, prior to me, my understanding is that the position, the school administrator position of superintendent slash principal gotcha. um, was how the district operated for for, for a long time. Great, great. Mm-hmm. So now what, what drove you to uh, a degree in counseling and school leadership? It seems like those, those <laughs> they do pair well together, but most <laughs> often we don't hear that, that that happens. So my bachelor's in background was in education. Um, and then when my husband and I moved north, some of it was just an acknowledgement and recognition of a need in the area for greater counseling support Mm. services. And so that's when I went back to school, um, and it was either pursue a master's in education or a master's in counseling. And for my own personal interest at that time, it was a master's in counseling. Um, and the... Uh, leadership certification in education um, came about within the last three years in okay. accepting this position. So I think you were starting to refer to this earlier, but before mm. this position, you worked for communities and schools mm. of Northwest Michigan. Can you mm-hmm. tell us about what that was? That was an an amazing experience for me. Um, I was with CIS or Communities and Schools of North Northwest Michigan for boy ten years and provided uh, academic support. Um, There was a period of time where I was the Antrim County Trauma Treatment Coordinator, and that was through CIS, um, and provided uh, case management for different schools. And I then came to Ellsworth as a CIS site coordinator 
And so the Ellsworth was my placement okay. at, at one point in time with CIS. So you had a connection in Ellsworth before moving to this position? I did, and, and some of that was just proximity to where I live. Sure. Um, as, as I was driving all over northern Michigan doing trauma treatment coordination, uh, and my kids became more involved in a variety of activities, I said, you know what, it'd be nicer to yeah. kind of settle down and be closer to home. Sure. Yeah. So your, your children are, always went here? They, the they or, have not. They have or, followed me from district to district, oh, okay. wherever my job has been. And as they want, they also wanted to settle down. We said, okay, we're <laughs> going to, we're going to settle down in a close, close district. Sounds like a good <laughs> yes. idea. Yep. So I'd like to hear your thoughts on a few items, starting okay. with vision. So what's your vision for uh, Ellsworth Community School and, and how do you promote that? So I, and it's probably my background in just in a helping community is to help facilitate um, positive academic growth hmm. and to um, promote the schools within the community. Mm -hmm. I mean, we are certainly, it is in our name. <laughs> and so as a community school, it is really critical to develop relationship and okay. um, support students, staff, and families uh, in the best way possible. So that way we can be academically, not just academically successful, um, but people successful. I mean, there's there's teaching people, and there's hmm. also teaching people to be good people. I love that. Yeah. And community is actually your middle name, right? Mm -hmm. so, it is. That's, <laughs> that's a nice idea. way to say it. Community is our middle name. Yeah. Yes. You can use that. Yeah. <laughs> so how about when it comes to culture and climate here, what have you done to make this a great place to learn and work? I think supporting staff is critical in that they are the backbone of all things that we do and it is such an incredible opportunity to be able to go from classroom to classroom and help teachers and support staff and um, encourage them so that way they can better perform at their own job and encourage students. I, I think that's kind of like a trickle-down effect. Sure. And so um, supporting staff is where it starts. They they do an incredible job day in and day out, um, and then they have that opportunity to teach more effectively. Sure. So earlier you mentioned people, uh, you know, and this is obviously a people business. Mm -hmm. um, so, and you support and supervise a lot of uh, people from students to staff and even having to work with parents and, mm -hmm. and members of the community. How do you approach that aspect of your role? I think each of those um, components that you just described, support, supervise, lead, um, comes from a position of developing relationship. Huh. So I think that's listening. I think that's communicating. I think that's um, developing camaraderie mm. uh, and um, also identifying supports and needs so that way we can bridge gaps. Um, I want to build bridges, not burn them. Yeah. So I think that's definitely part of that approach um, in my role. So what's the best part about the job? It is the people. It, it is the people. I, I, yeah. I mean, you said it. It's a people business. If I didn't like people, boy, would I be failing. <laughs> it would be a tough job. <laughs> yes, right? yes. So it, what are you most proud of here? I am really proud of the way that we 
wrap around hmm. students. We wrap around families. We wrap around staff who are in need. Um, and that could be from the general day-to-day, oh, my goodness, somebody's sick. Hmm. Or, ooh, there's some long-term supports that need to be put in place. Um, we had a family that experienced a fire just before wow. Christmas last year. And the way in which our community and our school and our staff and our students had the opportunity to come together and support them was just incredible. Yeah, heartwarming, I'm sure. It it was, it was. So then that's something to be proud of as well. Sure. Yep. So what fills your calendar on a day-to-day basis? What are are the things that you're spending your time doing? (laughs) I never know. (laughs) I'll schedule, I'll schedule my calendar and then go, okay, let's see what today brings. So I think flexibility is important. Flexibility Flexibility is definitely important. And, um, I think that's part of the, uh, I guess the thrill of the job too. You never know what the day is going to bring. We could have a, an incredibly peaceful day. And sometimes when the day is too calm, you wonder, did I forget something or did Mm -hmm. I miss something on my calendar maybe? Um, And if the day is slightly chaotic, then you go, boy, that was just a busier day. Um, And so being able to adapt to what's on my calendar, whether it's a meeting with a parent or um, a training or scheduling something that needs to take place with teachers and staff facilitating uh some interaction between students so <laughs> sometimes every day is that happens every day, every, every day is different and i think that's especially because it is pre-k-12 yeah. um there's a variety of needs whether they're at the elementary level middle school or high school level um regardless of the behavior sometimes the children are just taller so how do you, that's a great point, how do you balance the, the different needs of, you know, pre-K staff and students mm-hmm. and, the, you know, and 12th graders and mm-hmm. student staff mm-hmm. at the high school level? I mean, mm-hmm. there's, there's a wide uh, differences there. So how do, you, how do you balance that? I think some of that comes with teamwork okay. and, and communication, whether that's with the adults who are in a variety of positions in a variety of places and a hierarchy of who can kind of triage or manage Mm. what's going on um, and when something needs to come to my attention or can be, you know, in-house managed, maybe whether it's at a classroom level or cafeteria level or, oh, needs to go to the principal's Mm -hmm. office level. Um, And so the ability to support um, one another and trust each other uh, is pretty critical amongst the staff, um, too. And I imagine so I you, think that helps me do my job. And I imagine you have some other adults that you can count on when you need support. Absolutely. And... I don't know how I would do what I do without our superintendent. Okay. Um, yeah. He is incredibly supportive. And we have a number of other staff members who just do their job incredibly well. And, and you also have two buildings, even though we call yeah. it school. Right. One right. school, it's right. two buildings. So how did, you know, just give, getting back and forth between the two must be a bit of a challenge. 90 seconds. Okay. That's it. <laughs> so we can watch you sprint. Right. Over there. 
So I have to say, uh, talking with you here in your office, I've been here a number of times in the last okay. year or so, and usually there's a video on the wall of mm -hmm. a crackling fire. There's all kinds of fidgets in the mm -hmm. room. Uh, clearly, uh, adults and students could enjoy uh, their time here. What's, what's your thought behind that? What, what are you trying to create in this environment here? I am trying to create, one, a welcoming environment. It doesn't mm -hmm. always have to be a negative connotation to be in the principal's office. Um, but whether you're in the principal's office for a meeting or for some other call to action, um, hmm. there should be the opportunity to feel safe um, and gotcha. to facilitate dialogue and to have a level of ease or comfort that can promote a positive outcome. So that would be my goal in Great. this space. Great. Yeah. So is there anything else you'd like to add about the job, the, the people, uh, Ellsworth? It's, a, it's an incredibly uh, unique opportunity, I think, to just be here yeah. um, and to support the work that's being done. I think the families in the community are incredible. I think the staff that I have the opportunity to work with do their job day in and day out in an excellent way. And so it's, it honestly is a blessing. Yeah. It's clear that you're working with purpose and driven sure. by people and the opportunity to help and support others. So uh, we've been talking with Naomi Sponable, pre-K through 12 principal at Ellsworth Community School. Naomi, thank you for having this conversation with me today. I appreciate you coming. Thank you for asking me. Thank you for listening to the Leaders in Education podcast. Please check out our archive for past episodes. And remember, the great thing about learning is that you never have to stop.